This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 356, Comic Talk Spotlight on Old New Old Different, Marvel Now. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 356. It's our Comic Talk Spotlight on the old, new, old, different Marvel Now. Uh, this episode is actually incomplete, or if you want to call it that, it's actually part one of, of an eventual two-part. Uh, basically, it's an episode where myself and... Um, co-host from the past uh, who's been on the show multiple times uh paul score is also my brother-in-law uh guest stars to talk about the old new old different marvel now unfortunately when we tried to record the episode it was a little bit on the fly uh we were hanging out for his birthday and we said you know let's let's try and uh you know record a podcast talk about the old new old different marvel now and then it didn't quite work out as we had intended we didn't have a chance to finish first of all we got uh we went alphabetically through and i think we ended up around the d's or something or maybe in the e's um so we didn't really get that far we still had at least a 30-minute conversation or so. Um, also, there's a lot of background noise, unfortunately. My son was in the uh, general vicinity making a... Eh, he's raising some hell. He's two and a half years old. He's causing some noise. Uh, the podcast will come to an end when you hear uh, me say, well, I think he's... I think we're signing off, and that's, end, uh, that's the end for now, or we're going to take a break. And that's not just a break. It's a break for weeks uh, until I'm able to reconvene with Paul. But we wanted to make sure we at least got this first part out uh, for the episode. Uh, if you want to email us at Comic Shenanigans, you can do so at ComicShenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. We have upcoming episodes with Dennis Hopeless, uh, with Christos Gage, uh, Jam De Mateus. A lot of exciting stuff is coming up over the next few months, so definitely uh, you'll have to stay tuned for that. Anyways, thanks for downloading this episode, and let's jump right into the conversation as we talk about the only all different Marvel Now. This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 356. It's our uh, little bit of off-the-cuff uh, comic talk spotlight episode, talking about the only old different Marvel now, specifically the titles that have thus far worked and not worked that we've read, at least. I read most of them. My guest is Paul Scores. You may or may not have read all of them. I, and I'm Adam <laughs> Chapman. all of them. No. You're a regular host. Um, now, it's interesting. When we first talked about I was looking at kind of a listing on Wikipedia of all the different titles from all new all different Marvel now, and it had a citation that reminded me that uh, we first found out about all these on July 1st last year when the, the big book came out well, yes. that week, remember? I think it was... Uh, we were at the cottage. We were at the cottage. We did our, our, our cottage podcast. and Karnak, was, going long, going long. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 That and Drax. That and Drax, Eventually, yeah. Drax would be the, the one that really <laughs> made it work. Um, so it's been a long... Like, that's a... We're in March now. That's... It's been eight months wow. since all those Time titles flies. were announced. So I have a listing on Wikipedia of all the titles involved as part of this initiative. Okay. So I want to kind of shoot through. There's a ton. So uh, you don't have to give the most longest answers. And some of them you won't have read. So let's see this what you be, think. That's some of them really quick based so on that. So A4 is volume two. I've enjoyed it for. I recently read the first three issues. That I, I think there's anything past that. Is there four? No, I think it's just three. Okay, beautiful. Um, I, okay, number one, you do. It does really help if you read the Secret Wars, which mini. is kind of nice that you actually have to read. Like, yeah. There's actually a few books in the only Marvel, uh, only all different Marvel now, which kind of need you to have read a prior book. Correct. Which is kind of nice because. Yeah, nice. So I was I was pretty cool with that uh, little tie-in book. I did enjoy it. Uh, at first, I was kind of uh, about it, but then I, I, I got into it because you know my love for She Hulk is is huge. Oh yes, right? I like Singularity. I love Singularity. She's yeah. charming. She's very charming. So uh, she gets brought into play. I think the book is really well written. I think the characters are 
um, are very well done, and uh, I love that she like recognizes all these characters, but they don't recognize her. And mm-hmm. she's like, but she knows that they're different, like they're the same, but they're different. She's trying to get them to understand. Yeah, I remember when they first announced this was coming. I'm like, well, how's that going to work because of how the Secret Wars one was structured? Mm-hmm. And Singularity is a way of actually making these very weird, different characters work in a team. Absolutely, because these characters don't have any reason to know each other. They Certainly actively right now, yeah. don't like each other. Yeah. Um, but there's, you know, there's a, a force bringing them together. Yeah. What do you think about issue three's, you know, potential death? Oh, Dazzler, right? Um, <laughs> yes. Just throw it out there. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> you mean Sorry. Dazzler? I know. I, I, being... you know, I now remember. I missed, like, the, I was on the reading on the train, but the train came to a stop at the last stop, and I had to get off, so I, I didn't finish reading the last couple of panels, but I did see that, I think it was, the, was Dazzler, like, it zapped at the end, so. I didn't like the art in that. I, I found it unclear what was really happening at the end of that. Yes, issue. it was. I had to do, did flip back and see who it was, because then you see She-Hulk, I guess, decapitate, and is that She-Hulk? Because she's in a full suit. You can see the green yeah. face to go by. It could be Gamora, you know. Absolutely. Um, but I do enjoy the art overall. It's been very nice in the book. Mm-hmm. I think it's very clean. I think it really... And the, the women aren't like these disproportioned, you know, big-bosomed uh, no. ladies that we enjoyed in the 90s. No. Um, but I think they're a really nice job. Making For a while, you sound like you're going so pro-woman. and Like we enjoyed <laughs> in the 90s. Am I right? I, I love the scene where... They're arguing at uh, Nico's cousin's wedding, and then in the background, the, mm. the antimatter shows up, and they're all ah! in the background, and they're running, running away, and he's attacking, and that was a really cute scene. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's one of those books that um, you know uh, is fun to read. It doesn't matter to the greater Marvel U at this point. I think it's uh, they're doing a great job with a lot of bringing the female characters to the forefront. I think. My only kind of knock is Cat Marvel's a little overexposed right now with her own book with Ultimates with this. Like, how is she doing all this all at the same time? Especially because she's supposed to be not on Earth at all and like away on like this is supposed to be like a long term thing. Yeah, Alpha Flight is her baby up yeah. there and space. She's station, also making so. appearances in in Spider Woman. So like she's she yeah, really she's is everywhere. She's she's like the new she's, Deadpool. She's or the or Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is fine. I love Carol Danvers. I like that she's getting the proper spotlight. I like they finally decided on how her hair's supposed to look between all, all of editorial, yes. whatever you want to call it. Um, and she's really take charge. Like, yeah. She's written with a lot of confidence. Yeah. More so than she's ever had. But good book. Yeah. yeah. Well written. Art is very nice and clean. Uh, I recommend. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not read an issue. No? No. Uh, I'm actually really enjoying it. I know you're kind of lukewarm on Mark Guggenheim. Um, he's, I think he's lukewarm. No, that's okay. It's being too fair. Uh, Cold puddle. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's, it's like Iceman's been here. Yeah. Um, three issues in, it's been a really solid read. I've been digging it. Um, there's a, sen- a good sense of conspiracy. It reads like the TV series, but also quite different because the characters aren't quite what you would expect. So we still get Phil Coulson, Melinda May. I've seen them yeah. pop up in, uh, I guess, Fitz like Spider-Man. does not act like any version of Fitz I've ever seen, but okay. that's not a bad thing. Um, it kind of play If you know what he's like in the TV show, it's a little jarring, but he's a fun character, and you kind of recognize him because of what he's been in the show. Okay. Um, unfortunately, well, yes and no. The third issue is part of the standoff crossover, so already you're in, into it, but mm. uh, the way that he's kind of structured the series, it was always going to happen. Like, okay. it doesn't feel... Uh, what's the word? Like artificial. It feels natural to the flow of the events of the story that they would get involved in something like this. It's a shield book. They kind of have to be involved in a story that involves a shield conspiracy. So that's very true. So I'm enjoying it. Uh, Only Well Different Avengers by Mark Wade, Mahmoud Azwar, and Adam Kubert.
Yeah. Have you read this? Yes. And? Yes. Um, it's a different type of adventure book. It's a very different type of adventure book, yeah. It's kind of weird to it's see them. It's New Warriors-ish. Because you yeah, got, I can look at that. Because you got the three young kids. Yeah. And those are the reason I like the book, actually. Like, yeah. The, the adults aren't overwritten, but they're kind of underwritten, too. Like, really, the focus is on Miles, Ma- Kamala, and, and, Sam. Uh, and Sam. Yeah, And I'm sure. cool with that. Yeah. If it was just the three of them and a weird Marvel version of Young Justice, I'd be fine with that, I know. too. Because you always have, like, and that, that triage bleeds into a little bit of Nova, a little bit of mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and I, I haven't read Kamala's own book. I don't know if you can speak to it there. Um, but they're really playing that, that, that trio being a next generation of heroes. Absolutely, they are. Um, which is nice, because we're, we're overdue to have some, some new blood. It'd be nicer if they were a little more unique, like... Because Sam took the mantle of Nova from Rider, that's fine. Miles is an- another Spider-Man, uh, which is Marvel's kind of a little DC-ish with these multiple versions yeah, of the same but hero. But Kamala's her own. Kamala's her own, yes, I'll give her that. She's fine. But she, like, she could have maybe used a different name than Miss Marvel, but whatever. Well, they, they built that into the character. They, they did, she, absolutely. She's the biggest fan. And and she couldn't be more different. Yes, in terms absolutely. Her power set and Although, well, I mean, Miss Marvel's got Kree powers and Kamala's inhuman, mm-hmm. which is kind of like Kevin Kree. Because of the Cree experimentation back in the day, but yeah, neither yeah. here nor there. Um, yeah, I think uh, Tony's really cool. I, I w- would love to know. It'd be nice to fill some of that eight month gap to know why Tony isn't. They're never gonna give it to you. I know, but but I don't need the full story. But at least know kind of why he's not the rich and they're in the tower. They're in this little abandoned airfield, yeah. building this pseudo base out of nothing. You know, having Jarvis sighing his way. Oh, That's the only thing uh, that hasn't worked for me. Yeah. Is it kind of shoehorning really in those things? Yeah, I don't know why that. Uh, I know where Jarvis has been last little while. He's been off the grid I, yeah, I for know. the longest time. I remember him in Bendis' run at all, almost. No. Was he serving people at the dinner table? I don't know. I think he was. Maybe in the background, but he was not a... He, because AI Jarvis is what we've been yeah. learning to That's enjoy the from problem. the movies and stuff, so the butler Jarvis, you know, I don't know where they're going he's with He's kind him. of been replaced in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Um, Vision was kind of weird, but I guess that was Kang all along. Yeah. They determined that, so... Yes. I guess we're kind of past that, and now we're running right into standoff at this yes. point from there. Yeah. Um, but I, I appreciated sh- that we got six issues, and a lot happened in those six issues because yeah. the opening arc was only three issues, which most people don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. And then we like so we've kind of had a lot going on, and I appreciate that because it feels like you've gotten like a year's worth of stories compared to most comics these days, which take their time. It takes them six issues to get a team together. Yeah, we had the team all done, had their first adventure by the end of issue three, done. And then by the end of issue six, disassemble them. Like, and already have, but that that's, speaks to Mark Wade, just kind of have his uh, foot on the gas and be like, let's just do the stories. Yeah. And I, I like it. Yeah. It's been really it's, good. I appreciate that. There's, my son is in the background, so I apologize for his loudness. Um, I appreciate that for all the Avengers books that we've had, they're all very different. They are. Like, they couldn't be more different. And yeah. so you, won't, you don't feel like you're getting the same story. Like, oh, why are they doing this again? Right. Same thing with the X-Books. All the X-Book titles that are there have very different identities. And right. if you're going to have, you know, three X-Books and three Avengers books, make them completely separate entities that feel like you couldn't tell that story. But are they, are they too far apart? In some ways. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, well, in that way, it almost reminds me of the early 2000s when Joe Quesada first became editor-in-chief, when it felt like continuity really took a back seat, and it didn't feel like they were really in a shared world anymore. They still are, but it wasn't played up the way it has been. So for the last while, everything was very played up that this was a shared universe again. Now they're kind of drawing back a little. Which makes sense after something like Secret Wars. You need to kind of let things go their own way. Yeah. And I don't think there's ever been a time in Marvel's history where they've had as diverse... 
a listing of, of books as than they do now. That's probably true. And now that you have a lot of these Avengers books now really get to stand off, you'll have a bit of a, a collision to see how these various And then Civil War is gonna be massive. Yeah. Like we only know the tip of the iceberg that there's gonna be a few different like one like miniseries spinning out of that. Spider Man's getting one. X Men are getting one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> X Men get something. They're actually involved in this. Yeah. Because they nice. took a nice big uh, stepped out of the last one. For everything I know. Uh, well, no, but specifically the first Civil War. Yeah. No, Emma Frost made her deal. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, we got. Uh, but, old, yeah, it's a very good book. We got Olu Hawkeye Volume Two by Jeff Lemire and Ramon Perez. No, not ready. It's been okay. Okay. I don't know if it's different enough. Uh, it feels like it's just is the this, same. Is it still following kind of Fractions lead where you started it? Yeah, but it's more, it's really following the direction of Onu Hake Volume 1, which I was not a huge fan of. Um, I like the art, but not the total story. Uh, Onu Humans. Don't care. No? It's okay. You, you keep pushing the humans down my throat. It kind of ruined Angst Shield for me to a degree. Um, and unless the humans are, are bad characters, I'm not saying that they're not cool. But I just, just not for you. feel that they're just throwing it in my face. I'd rather you fix my X-Men than make these new wannabe X-Men type of characters no, no. and make me want to love them. I won't. It's not my thing. I'm a 90s guy. I'm going to be stubborn in this. I'm sorry. But the Inhumans are not... For- the Inhumans, to me, have always felt like some weird offshoot Fantastic Four thing. They are. Right? And that's kind of my stubborn mind. I'm not saying the books are bad, but I, it's just not, I just can't suck myself into liking those books. All right, next up we got, uh, let's see, All New Wolverine. This is by Tom Taylor, and the first arc, at least, was by David Lopez. So, I like Tom Taylor from his Injustice work. Love yes. his Injustice work. I thought it was some of the best stuff DC-wise I've read in a long time. Okay. And then he got off the book, and it wasn't as good anymore. Okay. Um, and then he's done a couple of other things since then, and I've mm-hmm. dabbled, but I haven't really been hooked on anything else he's done since his Injustice stuff. Okay. So All New Wolverine, for me, I was really kind of stoked for it, and maybe I was putting too much pressure on it. Okay. Um, I wanted to like it more, and I wasn't kind of feeling it. Um, you know, I'm still kind of ho-hum on her relationship with uh, Archangel, uh, or Angel, I guess, sorry. Um, it wasn't, her, a, huge, young it wasn't a huge part of this book. It was, no. It's it, more a big part of the next one yeah. of the next books we're going to talk about. Yes, that's true. Um, you have her and this clone thing. I'm all for clones, because, you know, I love Ben Riley and all that stuff. So that's an interesting kind of take. Um, her being Wolverine, the new Wolverine. I guess we talked about this earlier. She's, like, teaming up with Doctor Strange yeah. and Wasp and all these characters. As if she's had this these long-standing relationship with the character. Wasp, she acted like she didn't, like, they didn't have a, I think it was really Doctor Strange was the only one where they kind of, the way that they addressed each other didn't feel like it was their first meeting. Yeah. And when have they met? We don't know, yeah. right? I don't and, and, and those aren't even characters that you can really easily see them having yeah. met either. Because there's certain characters are like, okay, Wolverine might have mentioned her, but Wolverine's not exactly a talkative guy with Doctor Strange. No. Like, they're exactly. not hanging out, they're not awesome facial hair bros. <laughs> No, I'm not doing it. Oh, I'm not doing that. I've got from you twice. I'll take it. Um, yeah, I, it's a book I want to like. I don't know if I do. So I'm kind of on the fence with it. Like I'm still reading it, <laughs> but it's not a book I'm like edgy to read every week. Kind of. Um, thing. I read the first issue and I was really stoked by it, and I've enjoyed it consistently. Um, the last issue of the f- made first arc I found surprising. Uh, there was things I didn't expect, um, or just they. There was a lot of good characterization, I'll just put it that way. And from characters you weren't expecting it from. Um, the art I liked by David, no- Lope, sorry, David Lopez, but I'm excited to see what the next artist has on tap. But it's been a good book. Like, I don't 
There haven't been a lot of books that I have actively disliked from this line. Although, I can't disagree with that. Uh, then we have All New X-Men, Volume 2 by Dennis Hopeless and Mark Bagley. Mm-hmm. Very Mark Bagley-ish. Very Mark Bagley-ish. Uh, if, like, yeah. I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast. I've said it to you a million times. Uh, because it's so Mark Bagley, I feel like it feels very uh, Ultimate Spider-Man to me. Like very like this whole book feels like it's not in the six one six or we're calling the main Marvel universe now. I, 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 that's what it's called now, the main Marvel universe. Yeah, sure. Um, I feel they could have sent the kids back and still written this book in their timeline, um, a la maybe Spider Gwen or something. So very Mark Bagley. We agree. We do agree. So. Based on that, uh, again, I've mentioned it before to you a few times, I can't remember if I said it to listeners on the podcast, but because of that art, it does feel like Ultimate Spider-Man kind of 2.0 for me, um, where I feel like that book could be written as if it was taking place in their original reality, not the current Marvel Prime 616, whatever you want to call it, reality. Um, and it would do just as fine. You could have sent these kids back. Like, yeah. is there an end game for these kids? I don't know. I don't think there is anymore. Right? They were brought here with Bendis' great idea, but I don't know. Well, like with many Bendis' things, not to be mean against Bendis, but I feel like he is so good at coming up with ideas, not always great at executing them at the end. 100%. Like, he, he's one of the best setup guys in comics. Um, I don't know. Uh, him and Jonathan Hickman are great at setup. Um, one of them is better than the other at actually nailing the ending. Uh, it's not Bendis. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, again, so one thing I, I kind of don't like about the book is I'm not a huge fan of the redesigned costumes for the characters. Yep. I like Eminem's designs a lot better. They were cleaner, more modern, and I think fit the cast better. Their current costumes are, I guess, a little too over-the-top superhero-ish. Um, hmm. And I don't know, like, when do they design these things? Why are they wearing them now all of a sudden over what they had before? Yep. It just seems like a really... I guess, you know, new book, you want to always you know revamp things but i feel like they just got a costume change so why changing it again because it's all new and all different i know and it is over eight months later fine but how long did the 90s x-men characters have their 90s costumes i know forever right and now it's like every other year you're revamping tweaking, changing like it's not necessary you can still let things last um do you do you like how they're writing the relationship between warren and laura here I love it, actually. I think, you like it, eh? Well, here's the thing. Like, Laura herself is written differently here than her own book, to a degree. Correct. But I like that they're kind of showing her... Like, if you were invulnerable, or not invulnerable, but you would always heal back, you would just run in. You wouldn't care about being careful. You would be a certain type of person. You'd be able right, to be more of a risk taker. pussy about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is, but he's also a young kid who's not, like, a, a veteran of the superhero game. Like he's he's still relatively new to it all, I and watching it. his girlfriend, somebody he cares about, just running into situations where she's going to get hurt, watch her die, that would have a huge effect on you. This isn't Warren, who's been th- you know been with Betsy and like you know has been death himself, like has kind of come out the ringer and wouldn't be phased by that shit. Like older Warren wouldn't care. He'd be like, "This is hot," like probably right, like right. like Betsy was always getting into shit, and he never said boo. Um, where and like he would be like, oh, let's get you healed up by the Crimson Dawn. Let's do this shit. Whereas young Warren is, he's not simple, but he doesn't have that experience. I'm okay with him having that kind of reaction to it. And I mean, how horrifying would it be, even if you know she's going to be okay, to watch someone you love get like brutalized to get her like die in front of you? She's dead, and then obviously she regens. But right, right. that would be that would like obviously he's being a bit of a wuss about it, but I, I think it's an earned behavior. 
I think it, it makes sense for the character based on who he is in this stage of his life and what he's having to watch. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I guess I can give that to you based on those merits, it's fair to say. Um, do we still feel that there's a possible love triangle that's going to happen between Cyclops? Because they had a, a slight thing in, in the Bendis version of the book for it to go off to space with his dad. Uh, I don't know if they're going to bother. I don't know. Because the, there were, I think there was a panel or two where you see Cyclops kind of looking over at them and, and maybe having some jealousy. So that could... He's just lonely. Because yeah. Gene, Gene's gone. Well, true, yeah. Well, they gave up on Gene and Beast pretty quick. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't, uh, me too. Yeah, I'm I don't want a fan that. of that, that little twist either. No. Um, and I guess they haven't, like, Bobby is gay, but they haven't played a lot of that. They're trying to, though. In the current storyline especially, they're, they're trying to move that along. So, uh, it, it, it's still fun. You know, it's a fun X book, and can you say that about any other X book? That it's fun? No, because again, it, it, I, like you the said... The X-Men it's, aren't about fun. It's its own kind of separate thing. Um, adding Genesis and Indy... Uh, there's Pickles, but... Well, is there somebody else? There's, or is Indy and Genesis? I think it's just, yeah, I think yeah. just the two and then Pickles. They seem to be a, a unique pair to bring along with that cast, but I guess they're young students, too, yeah, who I'm decided okay, to do their own thing, and it helps the apocalypse... Triangle, yeah, <laughs> for I guess the upcoming storyline as well. Yeah, um, so we'll see where it goes. But it, it is a fun book. Next up, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Volume Four: Dan Slott and Giuseppe Camincoli. So you don't like this book? Um, I'm disappointed. I just I wanted to like it. I just don't. I'll put it this way: when I pick it up, it's never on the top of my pile. Yeah, it's always buried in the middle. Yeah. It's never at the bottom. So it's not like I hate the book. It's just never at the top. I'm, I don't find myself excited and be like, oh man, I can't wait to read the new Amazing Spider-Man. It's more like, what weird shit are they going to have me try, uh, try and make me believe now? Yeah. You know, because it just, it just, I don't know. It's not even like I'm such a purist. It's like, oh, I can't ever buy into Parker Industries. Because that's not the case. I'm fine with that. They want to do that? Fine. But it's just not quite working. Um, my son doesn't like it either. He... he <laughs> My son does not think it's very good. Clearly upset about it. No, he he's he's not a fan at all. So overall, I'm just not a huge fan. Have you read any of it? Yes, I've read most of it actually. Um, yeah, it's not a bad book, but it's it's really all new, all different. Like it's really out of left field, you know. Because prior to Secret Wars happening, Parker Industries was kind of left in ashes, right? Like, like it, literal ashes. Yeah. Like it actually broke down. It was yeah. actually rubble. And now, almost later, he's now the new kind of Tony Stark. It's like they swap, swap roles almost entirely yeah. if you look at both of their books, which is bizarre but interesting at the same time. So it's a unique take, but I don't know if I like it. Like It's nice to have, give something different than Spider-Man and the same old Parker luck and let him be successful for a while, let him be happy. Um, no more drama with MJ, this, that, the other thing. I like their relationship with Mockingbird and him kind of teaming up with S.H.I.E.L.D. Some cool ideas are there. But it doesn't feel like a Spider-Man book, right? No. It, that's but maybe that's okay. Problem. Maybe. maybe it is. I think it's a good phase They're trying to for change now. what a Spider-Man book feels like. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's part of it. You know, obviously, it's, you know, we have Otto lurking in the background. He's obviously on, on the cusp of coming back one way or another. Barely lurking. Like, he's flat out there menacing. Yeah. So, I'm okay with that. We, he needs one of his poor villains back at some point, which is cool. Um... So, and Norman Osborn being this weird gorilla 
uh, yeah. terrorist guy, which is all right. My more issue was like at some point, like how far are they going to push it? Like, because does there become a point of no return where you can't go back to telling old school Spider-Man stories? Because I feel like we're going to get to that point soon, where we can't go back. You know, like they 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 push things in this direction. And all new, all different directions where Spider-Man's more of a global hero. Peter Parker's known by everyone. It's kind of, it's becoming impossible to go backwards. Um, Daredevil was at that point too, and then they really half-assedly kind of went backwards and then chose not to explain it yet. Um, but, like, it, it, may, it worries me. Like, or are we seeing another situation where we're going to have another Civil War thing happen where a big thing happens, like we have him, everyone knowing who he is, and then they're just going to hand wave Mephisto. Like, is, are we getting up to, because when he revealed his identity, everyone was like, well, how are they going to walk back from this? Well, very easy. They had, you know, their, their, de- their dev- deal with the devil coming up. So yeah. is there, are we going to have another deal with the devil coming up? It depends how far they go, I guess. I think, you know, you still have the opportunity here for maybe Doc Ock's the answer, right? Maybe he comes in and he ruins everything for Peter and he brings him back down to Earth from his ivory tower. Yeah, but right? everyone still knows who Peter is. Like, he's not just going to be, a, you know, the photographer for the Bugle anymore. And I guess we're never going to get back to that. Not that I'm saying we have to, but I just feel like there is a certain sense of a status quo and we haven't had that in a while. Maybe that's the point. Well, yeah, and I think they want Spider-Man to grow and mature and if you want the teenage Spider-Man you go see Miles Morales or right? read, That's or read Spidey or go back and read Spidey sure you know like, like when when they finally do a Marvel Studios Spider-Man movie what are they going to do to the character at that point because you're, you're getting a Spidey level yeah maybe that's why character. we have that book it's quite possible uh, Angela Queen of Hell have you read any of this no, it's been all right, but I'm not a huge fan. I'll, that's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, I know you haven't read this, so I'm not even going to ask you if you read it. Uh, Astonishing Ant Man. I love this book. Nick Spencer were, and Ramon Rosanas are telling a great story. Um, it's very modern, very. Which Ant Man? Is it Scott Lang? It's Scott Lang hanging out. Well, because uh, Hank Pym is merged with Ultron and he's in space. Did you miss oh, that? That's. Uh, what was that in? Here's Rage of Ultron uh, graphic novel. No, no, but there's something he, he is it was it? Un- yeah, they've referenced it somewhere else. Yeah, there's somewhere where he came in and he was Ultron. I yeah, can't remember what book that was in? Was it Ultimates? Maybe. Maybe that might have been it. Okay. It's dumb. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Whatever. No. Anyways, Astonishing Ant Man is a good book. Um, it's very kind of a, a modern take on Scott Lang in, in Miami, uh, setting up a security firm. It's it's just a, it's a hoot. It's a lot of fun. It's a hoot. It's a hoot. Uh, Cassie? Uh, hmm? Cassie's around. Is she alive? She's alive. She was brought back to life by Doctor Doom during Axis. When he was a hero. Because after Children's Crusade, she died, but Scott Lang came back. Right. So, uh, Scott Lang, I believe, was part of Doctor Doom's team of Avengers in Axis, in, in their own book. I forget which book it was. Um, huh. Not in the main title. Okay. And as a thank you to Scott, he brought back because uh, he was the reason that Cassie died. Right. So he brought Cassie back. Okay. And she no longer has any powers. No powers at okay. all. That's it. Okay. So you need to know about Cassie. Well, well pin particles aren't hard to come back. No, okay. they're not. Uh, Black Knight, it's unfortunately the first book to get canceled. Really? Yeah. Okay. Of all the books that we're going to talk about, I'm surprised that was the one. Yeah, probably, eh? 
Because he has some recognition, but I, it's too bad I liked it. It was by Frank Terry. Were we stopping at six? I, hmm? What, what, should they stop me at six? I think it was five. Uh, five even, wow. Yeah. Couldn't get half uh, This get one hasn't three. even started yet. Black Panther Volume 6. And there's been a lot of good buzz. And apparently pre-orders are uh, over 300,000 for the first issue. Really? I don't know what the hell's going on, but people are... Are they rolling off the Ultimates? Uh, what maybe, role is there? Maybe. I don't know. Like, And I guess because the character's about to show up in the Marvel movie. Studios... Yeah. Um, they're really pushing Black Panther, so so far there's over 300,000 pre-sales. I mean, there's a lot of good buzz. People are excited in the industry for this new book, so hopefully it's it's kind of worthy of that. Uh, I didn't believe that it was the sixth volume, but whatever. That I guess he's had a lot of ongoings in the past. Sixth volume of Black Panther. Um, next uh, is well, actually this just launched Black Widow Volume Six. Loved it. First issue was amazing. It was all an action sequence. There was no real plot. It was just uh, Black Widow has to escape from S.H.I.E.L.D. Go. And it was gorgeous. Little fashion spy stuff? Yeah, it's great. Um, it's the team that was doing uh, Daredevil for the last like three or four years. Okay. Uh, it's just gorgeous work. It's Mark Wade and Chris Omni. It's, you should read it. It's really good. Okay. Uh, this hasn't launched yet either. Blade, Volume 7. Well, I guess volume one six or four issue runs. Um, <laughs> Probably. I think I had volume a volume way back in the day Did when you? the movies came out. Yeah. So we'll move past that. Captain America, Sam Wilson by Nick Spencer and Daniel Acuna. It's been okay. My only problem with the first arc has been so they made um, Sam into a werewolf because Cap Wolf, his version of Cap Wolf. Okay. But and now he has a new sidekick who's like the new Red Wing who's like half. He's like half bird, half person. Like he's oh, I think I saw Or the new Falcon, I guess. He's the new Falcon, sorry. Oh, okay. Not the new Red Wing. Um, it's been a good book, but the, my problem with the first arc is that uh, Sam Wilson himself didn't do much. Uh, he, half the time he was captured and, uh, <laughs> and being experimented on, and it was almost like I was reading a Misty Night comic. It was Misty Night fe- you know, featuring a backup with uh, Sam Wilson. My, my son, again, really likes uh, Captain America Sam Wilson. Um, now, this hasn't even launched yet. Captain America Steve Rogers. <laughs> it's weird that we're going to have two books with subtitles after Captain America. <laughs> like, there was a time when Captain America himself wasn't selling well. Now you're going to have two books, each with colons after them. Um, I'm excited to see how, what it's like seeing Steve younger again. Um, yeah, I'm ready for me back. Speaking of many volumes, they've had the recently launched Captain Marvel Volume Nine. No, I don't know. Wait, if you're, ta- you're talking all the Captain Marvels, not I, just. I think so. Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Yes, I am. Okay, um, but still, that's a lot. Yes, um, I've been enjoying it. Um, Sorry, we, we can skip that past Steve Rogers. Well, it hasn't started yet. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, Captain Marvel is cool. It's it's uh, Alpha Flight. Yeah, we'll be Canadian. You know, Alpha they're, Flight has like a soft spot. Yeah, I like that they're there. I like. Puck it's has weird. A big crush on Carol. It's weird to see them like driving spaceships as fighter pilots. Yeah, like Sasquatch in Sasquatch form in a, in a fighter jet is a little in a starfighter. Why bizarre. isn't he just he as Walter? Be, yeah, or he should. Uh, he, to me, he should be someone at the base. Yes, doing diagnostics, being in a lab. Because he's a he's a doctor. Suited. Yeah, and then when you need him to go in the field, he would be your bruiser. Um, being a star pilot is a very unique take on that. Have you read it? Um, I've read the first two issues, I want to say. 
I think I like it more than the more recent Captain Marvel volumes because it, she's a very clear purpose. Yes. Um, yes here's her mission. Like yep. they were making her a character who had more drive, which is good. But now she has an actual thing to do. When I first saw this title come up and this alpha flight kind of uh, fighting force that she was going to captain, I thought some of the characters that we saw in her Secret Wars tie-in book would, oh, the Carol Corps. Yeah, we would see some of those as their new equivalents in this book. But, but not at all. I haven't seen that, which is kind of disappointing. I thought that'd be an easy segue yeah. to introduce these new girls that would be her squadron. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't mind Alpha Flight being that said squadron, but you could have added these new girls as, yeah. as cast members. Maybe that's something they want to do in the future, or maybe, yeah. you know, if they're listening, you know, please do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I thought for sure that would be something that would do. Uh, Carnage, have you read it? I told no, you to read it. No, Come on. No, 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 no. The first five issues are fantastic, but Jerry Conway, Mike Perkins, I've actually, I've actually had now had both of these creators on the show, which is cool. both have talked about Carnage. Um, it is a fin- fantastic book. It's a lot of fun. Um, it, it's very dark. It's uh, well, at least the first five issues are very dark. It's set in a mine. They're trying to hunt Carnage. It's Man Wolf and uh, and Eddie Brock. And I thought it was great. Um, I think you're really missing out. But does not, Eddie Brock have any powers? He has toxin. So he. It's interesting because so he, he has toxin. He has a toxin. So not anti venom. No, that's out of his system. Right. That got purged at Spider, Spider Island. Island. Yes. Okay. So now he's got toxin. toxin. When did he get toxin? Uh, a few years ago. I can't remember where. So now he's both the grandfather, sorry, the, both the father of Carnage, because he was bonded to the Venice symbiote <laughs> when it had Carnage, and Carnage's son. The, that's disturbing. That's weird, eh? Um, it's really good. You should pick it up. Contest of Champions by Al Ewing and Paco Medina. All right. So when this first was solicited, if you yes. go back to our original podcast, I was very excited for this. This was one of the books I wanted to get into, but then after some more details came out, and the fact that it's based on a mobile video game, I kind of, uh, maybe this isn't for me. So I kind of read the first issue, I really haven't read that much past it, I've seen some solicits and, and art that have me curious to maybe look back into it, but I don't know if you're going to tell me don't bother after I go through my spiel here. Um, I, I, I like Pacamadina's art, so that would draw me back in, but I'm nervous that the story would be a bit of a Google gop of nonsense. It is a little bit. Um, it is a bit of. It's it's silly. It's well. It doesn't it's have its a own lo- thing, right? It's just, yeah. Well, kind of like it's definitely kind of set in a continuity of of sorts, but it just kind of does its own thing and tells an adventure. And it's not very complicated. It's very continuity light. It's just various weird renditions of characters. Yeah, I guess I like the the British Punisher, and then yeah, yeah, this Venom with a piece of Spanish cost around his neck as a little yeah, he keeps talking to it. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's Weird stuff. you know it's um it's kind of like but the Tony Stark Iron Man and I guess the Carol he abducts is that like the six one six no ones? I don't think so okay it's kind of like eating a chocolate bar you know it's got a lot of ca- like it's fun like it keeps you going it's got some calories but they're empty yeah. you know right. that that's what this book is like All right uh, Daredevil Volume Five by Charles Sewell and Ron Gurney. The art in this book is so different from what we're used to. From Garney? Uh, not just from Garney, but also from any colorist these days. It's got a very unique color palette. Um, mm-hmm. It's very subdued and almost grayish, grayish uh, very noir, and then splashes of red. Yes. Um, 
there's a lot to be desired in terms of they haven't really explained how this is even happening, like how um, he's alive. Well, not alive, but how he's back in New York, how he's practicing law, and now he's an ADA. So he's actually on the other side of the table compared to what he's usually been. So now he works uh, for the prosecution, and which is different. Um, there's no explanation as to how that happened. Um, but there's definitely something that he did that is a reason why the only person who knows who he is is Foggy now. Um, other than that, it's creepy. It's good. Um, they have a, a new protagonist who's a creepy guy named Ten Fingers who's yeah. got ten fingers in each yeah, hand. I, saw, I, saw, I read a shoe one and two maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. Like I, I've been enjoying it. It's different. Um, like his costume? Yeah. I'm, like It's got the flair. They haven't explained why it's different, but... I don't know if it matters. Like he's one of those characters that, unless it's a huge difference, it doesn't really matter why his costume is different. Sure. Uh, and th- his new psychic uh, blind spot. Blind spot. Interesting. There's a lot going on there. I'm excited to see how they kind of wrap things up. Not uh, Gambit. <laughs> not Gambit. No, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool Volume Four. Jerry Dugan and Mike Hawthorne. I've really enjoyed this. Um, Deadpool. I couldn't get through the first issue for some reason. No, because yeah. Deadpool having money and having this team of, you know, his mercs for money. And yeah, no, I think the idea is there. Again, he's almost pulled a, a Peter Parker Spider-Man. Now he's, you know... A little bit. But a little bit-ish in that vein. Um, I'm still not a huge fan of his marriage to this underworld chick. Yeah, but they don't play that up that much. I guess, but then get rid of it. Like, it's, it's very... It's a, it's a small thing. Like, it's there, but they don't make it the focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool and the Mercs for Money. Speaking of... How many um, books are, are on this list? Only two. Okay. Uh, actually, they've announced that after this miniseries ends, it's going to be launching as, a, as an ongoing. <laughs> so, and that was just announced, I believe, this weekend. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying... I don't, I'm not a huge Deadpool fan, I'll be honest, in the comics. I've never been... A, like, I've read some of his stuff and it's been enjoyable, but I've never called myself a huge Deadpool yeah, fan. Yeah, it's been up and down. Like, but I'm really enjoying... Kelly stuff. The Daniel Way stuff was readable. Yeah. Colin um, Bunn's writing Mercs for Money. It's fun, yeah. too. Um, now, here's a book you are reading. Hmm. Doctor Strange. I am reading Doctor Strange. Yes. I don't like the art. You like the book Shallow Art? Uh, no. I don't like his I don't like his Doctor Strange. Actually, I think it's the problem. Oh. I don't like the way he makes his face look. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I, it just doesn't quite look like Doctor Strange wow. for me. Uh, it doesn't work. I think the story's interesting. It's um, the whole kind of idea of the death of magic. Yeah. And it's pretty brutal the way they've been doing it. I know. And they're definitely redefining how magic works in terms of Doctor Strange. Um, you know, the oh, fact that whole... he's got those bodies. That, yeah, those monks. And the, that's messed uh, up. Yeah, it's really crazy stuff. It throws up all the time. They're really, you know, showing a whole new side of them you've never seen before. No. Know. So I give them credit for... Jason Aaron trying to streamline and make things relatable, easy to understand. And I think yeah. the part of what this arc is supposed to do is that when he's done, they're going to have the new rules. Yes. I think that's the big thing, right? Yeah. Like, he's take, he takes magic apart and kind of destroys it. And I think when we finally have magic restored, right. it's going to be Jason Aaron's magic rules. And <laughs> I'm okay with that. Cause that first of all, I want to read that book. Right yeah. <laughs> Jason Aaron's <laughs> magic rules, uh, which could just be a book about Ileana Rasputin <laughs> kicking ass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I think it's a great, I book. wish they had an, a different artist for Dr. Strange himself. Everything else he does in the book is fine. <laughs> fine. It, I think it's, it's creepy and weird. Art. Yeah. But then just something about his take on Dr. Strange, Strange himself. I miss uh, a couple of things. One, uh, it, it's interesting that I guess 
uh, Doctor Strange gets a bit of a total reset based on where he was at at the at pre Secret Wars and Secret Wars, mm. right? Because he sold his soul; they gave it all up. Yeah, they didn't you know? explain that. Um, well, maybe when they put the world back, uh, Reed did yeah, some yeah, favors. Maybe maybe Reed did, took care of some stuff for. But he couldn't bring Professor X back from the dead. Thanks a lot, Reed. Well, okay, yes, <laughs> clearly Reed. Reed the hates the chief of Marvel Comics. Reed hates the X Men too. Like X-Men, yeah. <laughs> Douche. Well, he also um, made the M-Pox, right? Like, that wasn't the thing before that. <laughs> yeah, I guess he had one of the, the Secret Edition kids. You can do this part. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. Yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, where was it with my time? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I do... So, they'll, they'll never get that explanation. Same way when we get what happened to Tony Stark at the end of uh, Secret Wars. Yeah. Um, I do love... I did love his... Uh, Sheriff Strange costume. Oh yeah. Um, so I do miss that. I would have liked to to have more. Uh, his classic costume is fine, but I would have liked him to carry that over to something more modern. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, oh, it's our favorite, Drax. Drax. Have you read it? I read issue one, if I'm not mistaken, just to give it a quick go. So you should read issue two. <laughs> uh, him and uh, Terax at a bar. Hilarious! Like yeah. it, it, I gotta say, like um, it's written by Colin Bunn and CM Punk. Yeah, it's 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 a it, it's a hoot. I, that's what it used to be, right? Yeah. I think it's just a couple of boys having fun in a comic book. It's like Ultimate Fighting Drax style, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's it's, it's, yeah. it's very fun. I'm enjoying it. It doesn't take itself too seriously, which is good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a book that I feel like it does, Extraordinary X Men, Jeff Lemire and Humberto oh, Ramos. This book is tough. Um, it's yeah. not tough. It's not good. That's not tough. <laughs> I know, but you, I want it to be right. It's a, like it's supposed to be the flagship X book. I want it to be good. I'm, I'm, I'm bearing through it. Like the cast of characters there should be good. Um, I don't know if Ramos is the right artist for this no, book. No, he's not. I'll, I'll, that's not a question. Right? It's a statement. Um, and I don't like. You know, considering how Colossus and Magic left things at the end of AVX, the simple hug of forgiveness at the beginning of this, like, oh, okay, like, I get it, you're brother and sister. All right, well, we're going to take a brief break. 